Alright, what is up everyone? Welcome to Under Wraps Part 3 uh, with me, Dara. Um, yeah, the weeks are going quick. I just want to take a second to thank everyone that listened to the first two episodes. Hopefully we can grow the podcast and see where we end up. Um, really appreciate the support so far, so let's keep going, let's keep the momentum. And uh, yeah, I hope you can all stay tuned. So yeah, we're on to week three already. Um, and we're on to track three of the of the under of the sorry no I was gonna say the under raps podcast again we're on track three now we're on track three of the memories mixtape which is what the first 10 episodes of this podcast is based on the mixtape is gonna be out on the 22nd of january on all streaming platforms there's a video out at the moment called Dara dm still uh, it's on the instagram page Um, you'll be able to find the links there if you want to have a look at that that's a single off the album that's out and Memories is out, Giuseppe is out and obviously the new one is out still. I think is there another one now? No, there's not. There's only them three out so far. So yeah, they're the three that are out. There's seven more tracks you haven't heard. So yeah, I can't wait for, for you all to hear them. And um, We're going to document each song on this podcast every week to go through the story, go through the history go through where I was at that time when I was writing and what I was going through and stuff like that uh, in the words that I'm saying um, so this is, an, this is an enjoyable thing for me to do every week to kind of dig into my own um, past and my own history to, to figure out uh, what's going on inside my head like it, it is hard at times because I actually sometimes I, f- I find them maybe I can't really find the the reasoning or the, the significant uh knowledge behind uh what i was saying in, in in certain parts but um i'm trying to get to that place where i know for sure what i meant and stuff like that because as i said the unconscious is a very it's a very secluded place in the in your head that uh it's not on the surface so we have to really think about it and think hard and think uh where where we are going with what we what we were saying and where it actually came from because uh, a high percentage of, of things we say and do are because of something else that we may have gone through or may have experienced in the past that affected us that we actually haven't dealt with yet and that's what I'm trying to do here so I hope I can help you all uh, through that um, by trying to help myself and hopefully hopefully it's gained something from this um, in that department so yeah just um, before I start I actually got a new um, tattoo this week um, it says lazy it's on my Instagram. It's done in like a tag graffiti style kind of writing. Um, and I, it was actually written by an old friend of mine, uh, Craig, that actually passed away in 2016. Um, yeah, I'm going deep again there. But yeah, he, he passed away and he meant a lot to a lot of people in the area. So I wanted to get that to kind of keep him with me at all times in that sense and kind of feel his presence that bit more. But just that lazy uh, tag, whenever I see it, like it just, even if it's on a page, not even on a, on a wall or something like, you know, it's it, it still brings back the memory of seeing them writing it and stuff like that. So I got that on my leg. Uh, it was a bit tender, a bit sore. Uh, I sat through it. It was all right. I didn't scream, didn't cry. But um, the top, the calf actually surprised me. That's where I got it on the calf. So the top of the calf was very tender, very, like stingy, sore. It was kind of like, it was a bit more than I expected in that sense, but we got through it, and uh, yeah, we're in the healing process now, I'm happy with it, so yeah, 
I just wanted to say that about the tattoo. Um, just to add that little story in there, because um, Craig is actually a big influence on one of the songs that I'm going to go into. Uh, Memories, that's out as well at the moment. There's a video out of that if you want to have a look. Dara DM, Memories on YouTube or on Spotify. Um, you can have a listen to that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, this uh, this week actually, well today is the 13th of January, Friday the 13th. Nothing bad has happened to me yet, so hopefully you are all the same. Um, but yeah, as you know, Friday the 13th has that famous course. Um, I actually don't know if anything bad ever happened to me on Friday the 13th that I can remember like that it was Friday the Tordent and this thing happened and, and I was like Jesus that's a coincidence I'm sure something happened but I just never never clocked that it was Friday the Tordent but you never know um so yeah actually as I said Friday the Tordent uh, last night I was actually on a live um video with Dubzino uh, another rapper from Dublin um he was hosting um along with uh, El Paco Promotions and Paro Pablo um, Paro Pablo is another rapper and El Paco is a, a promotion um, that's putting on gigs and stuff around the city for up and coming musicians and rappers and stuff. Very good thing he's doing, getting people on, that uh, trying to build a career and a, and a better life and get a start on themselves um, in the music uh, and, and rapping and stuff. So I was on a live last night, um, there's a gig in February, uh, our dads, an English rapper is coming over. Um, very popular rapper and the live was to jump on and do a freestyle um, and be in with the chance of opening up for our dads along with Dubzino and Paro Pablo um, and stuff like that which would that's an unbelievable opportunity so I jumped on myself on the live I, I spat a freestyle from the block and back freestyle, uh, freestyle so I spat that kind of I spat the whole thing yeah I rapped the whole thing and um Wrapped the whole thing on it, got got unbelievable feedback, um, and I made the top three from I think there was probably over fifteen people on it, maybe between between twelve and sixteen or something. I'd say that's kind of guessing, but delighted with that, chuffed with that. So I'm on a live again tonight, Friday the thirteenth at nine. Obviously, this is gonna be out uh, on Tuesday, which is when you're listening, hopefully. Um, so. You just can look back at that if you want to see the live um, and see how I done. I don't know if I'll end up uh, making the top spot. Hopefully I do. But um, it was actually amazing to see all the other lads jumping on and uh, seeing the amount of talent that's in the country at the moment. Um, there's a lot of very talented musicians and rappers. So if you have a chance or you know someone that's trying it or trying to get somewhere, um, you should support them. You know, you should um, comment, like. It takes two seconds, you know, just to show your support. Um, and even if you're maybe not into the music entirely, like even just give them a little like or something just to boost that morale because they're really trying to better themselves and that's the main thing, that's the main goal I think that we have to be looking at in that sense. So I'm looking forward to tonight on the live, see what happens and uh, see where I end up. Um, so yeah, I might have been talking a bit there before we went in, before we go into the song and the lyrics and stuff like that. So... Before I go into the song, track three is called Giuseppe. And the track was actually inspired by the movie In the Name of the Father, starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, and he... I'm going to actually pull up the, the plot 
Um, the movie is out a long time, so I'm just on. Um, I'm after pulling up in the name of the father on Google, and I'm just gonna read just the plot because I don't want to butcher it by just saying it off the top of my head. And the film's out since 1993, uh, directed by Jim Sheridan, and yeah, it's out since 1993. So I'm sorry if I spoil it on you, but I think you should have seen it by now. If not, even if I do spoil it, I would recommend it to watch. Um, cause it's an unbelievable movie and it's done in a way that leaves an effect on you. I think being being Irish and that, and just thinking of how these things happened. So, unemployed young Irish man Jerry Conlon, uh, who's played by Daniel Day Lewis, gets boy as a petty thief in 1970s Belfast. When local IRA leaders get fed up with him, he flees to England and meets up with his friend Paul Hill. On the same night that the IRA bombs. Um, a nearby pub, the friends get kicked out of their communal digs and are forced to sleep in the park. He returns to Belfast, but is arrested as the prime suspect in the bombing and imprisoned, where he spends 15 years trying to clear his name. So, in the movie, um, Jerry's quite close with his father, and his father ends up getting locked up with him for this bombing. And the two of them are locked up uh, together and they go through, as it, it says in the plot here, um, is arrested for 15 years. So yeah, his father actually died in, in prison. And Jerry Conlon eventually got out after being proven innocent that it wasn't him that did the bombing all them years ago. So... There's, there's videos you can look up of him getting out of prison and stuff and, and explaining the the hurt and the torture he was under um, while in prison and at the start as well and stuff and just the straight the kind of um, anger towards the people that put him away as he was innocent, he was exonerated so as you can imagine if that was you you'd be absolutely outraged but anyway, watch the movie, it's unbelievable um, some bits of it were filmed around Dublin. I think there's a bit um, beside Jambo actually, Jambo in the back of it, where uh, there's tanks and all getting driven down the road and stuff like that. So I definitely recommend that for a watch. I was inspired by that movie since I was a kid. There was just something about it, it made me feel something. So I said, not even I said, one day I was just kind of writing or something, or, or I could have been in work, and, and this line just came to me I'm an innocent man, Giuseppe. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because in the movie, one of the famous lines is that Jerry says is, my father, Giuseppe Conlon, is an innocent man. I'm not going to do a, an ordinary Irish accent, but that's how he says it. And that line just stuck with me. Like, could feel the pain in his voice when he was saying it. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis is an unbelievable actor as well. So as you can imagine, the way he um, put across that performance was very believable and very inspirational. So... That line just stuck with me and here we are, I wrote this song, Giuseppe, and that's where it came from. A few people did get the reference when I brought the song out, but for anyone that didn't, um, there it is for you. I hope that helps or gives you a bit of understanding and kind of where my thinking process is at when I'm writing sometimes, as I said, from the unconscious, I'm not even thinking about it and it just happens like, like magic. So there we are. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read just the lyrics now. 
I'm just going to find them on the phone here to me notes. It's been a while since I actually opened them. Oh, I found them here now. So I'm just going to go from the chorus and from the chorus to the verses. And we see how we got on. So where are we? Yeah, I found it. Right, so the chorus goes, I'm an innocent man, Giuseppe, but I move steady, so calculated. I step on a beat with a brand new equation, propositional statement. Spots getting taken easy, I'm Liam Neeson, never no patience, sick of waiting. 16 when I served those tables. Think about the first wage, I had to check, I got paid. Then I went out, spent it in the first day. Next week, then I saved. Leave it in with the interest, stocking up, then I invest. I'm a startup gap in the market, capital Dublin. Now I'm gonna triple the with a hat trick when I hit the net. So, that's the chorus that runs straight through the song. And yeah, me, me head, me thinking process, where am I with that? I'm an innocent man, Giuseppe. I think just I was thinking of situations in my life where I was probably blamed on something or or I was maybe put in the wrong where I, I knew I, I didn't do something or I was innocent. It could be just petty stuff, you know, like if I don't know, if, if somebody rattled on you to your ma about something and and your ma believed that I had I believed that and you're kinda like But I didn't do it, like I didn't do it. That kind it's that kind of thing is, is maybe where I was thinking with that, like I'm innocent that kind of way. And then also, I think in the flats you see a lot of a lot of blaming going on. Um, whether it be for uh, the guard coming and the guard driving through and just winding people up, which is I feel like they've done that a lot. Growing up just to get a rise out of some people and blame them on stuff or whatever. And obviously, some of the lads would play their innocence and say. Oh, I'm innocent, I didn't fucking, I didn't do anything, you know what I mean, so, maybe that's where that came from as well, um, will we ever know, I don't know, I don't know if we'll ever know 100% where, but I'm close to it, I'm very close to it, and then, in the next part I'm just talking about rapping, really, um, and I, ste I step on a beat with a brand new equation, proposition and statement, so obviously I'm just, the statement is I'm an innocent man, Giuseppe, that's my statement, um, in this in this rap so i think that's all that means and then um liam neeson obviously irish actor um has the film the film franchise taken uh with his name at the forefront of it so i'm like uh, liam neeson never no patience sick of waiting 16 when i served those tables and i said spots getting taken easy oh, i'm liam neeson that's where i meant to say where that line was going so yeah, spots getting taken. Using that taken um as like a double entendre, as taken as a movie. And I'm also taking spots of uh of maybe where the a spot where I should be from from rapping or from doing music, getting to a position where I feel like I should be, um, is where is what I'm talking about there. And then the kind of three the three quarters down down the way of this little chorus, I'm talking about my first job, which was actually in City West Hotel. I was 16. Um, I smashed about 200 cups, I'd say, going in and out. We were doing breakfast assistant, um, and I, I smashed loads of cups, dropped loads of cutlery all the time. I was just very clumsy, but as you know, you learn from these jobs. 
you learn from especially your first job you learn so much from your first job because you're dealing with adults you're getting treated like an like an adult well for me i knew i was getting treated like an adult kind of like for the first time which was a bit, a bit mad for me even though i was only 16 i was doing this adult thing of working and earning money and trying to balance out my money and stuff like that uh, learning how to learning how to live really kind of for the first time like independently which was class so yeah 16 when I served those tables think about the first wage had to check I got paid I used to be when I got paid I'd be down at the I didn't have online banking at the time so I'd be down at the machine checking it and in, in, um, checking the machine putting the card in getting the balance to see if I got paid and all that I remember doing that um, which is mad because you can just two clicks of a button on the phone and you're into your bank straight away which is kind of scary because they're like how many other people can do that onto your bank like you know the, the amount of hackers out there or whatever like it's so easy to get into it which is a bit a bit mad but uh, let's not think about that that was an intrusive thought that won't ever happen touch wood so yeah uh, and then I'm going on to kind of businessy terms I'm, I'm messing with these business words where I'm like um, um, next week then I saved leave it in with the interest stocking up then I invest startup gap in the market capital doubling I'm gonna triple it with a hat trick when I hit the net so yeah obviously triple three is a hat trick in football that's just a little football bar and then yeah the the interest invest startup gap in the market I don't know where that business kind of thing came from. Maybe I, I, in school, I actually didn't mind business. The teacher was quite strict. Um, the teacher was quite strict, but a good teacher at the same time. Very good at controlling a class, I think. And just kind of, we had a structure to the class. Like we, I know it can get boring doing the same thing each time, but sometimes that structure is, you know, what to expect in the class. You're not kind of going in not knowing how it's gonna go or anything like that. Maybe that structure helped with the learning process of business or whatever like that, but yeah, just using them business terms um, through that chorus. So that's the chorus, and um, that runs through the song three times. That's the f- opening part, the middle, and the last bit. The beat is quite bass heavy as well, so when that chorus drops in, it's it's a very nice uh, feeling on, on, on big speakers and stuff. I got to perform it live once so far. Hopefully I'll do that again, but the, the bass line really drops hard and you can feel the, the vibration on the speakers, which was, which was class. I'd love to do that again, hopefully. But that's the chorus. We're going to move on to the first verse now. Right, so the first verse, I'm going to read the whole thing. It's actually not that long. Um, so, yeah. Surroundings, pavements, barriers, fences, making me outburst like an appendix. Had to stand out first, making exit, still trying to blend in. Why camouflage it? I'm in the deep, I'm mowing down a warfare. I'm with electrify like a Tesla. Before the invention of trending or the tension, I was jotting down verses. Hashtag was a button on the mobile, only ever did dial ringing on private. DA on a street sign under the lamplight, boys in a 99 micro. Handbrakes on the incline, torn at the right time, now go prove you're a pilot. So yeah, that's the first verse. I'm just going to take a little sip of water here. Mm-hmm. A little sip of water. Trout's going a bit dry there. We need to keep it fresh so we can get through this this uh, song, as I'm explaining it is. So yeah, surroundings, pavements, barriers, fences. These are all things that 
and when you grow up in a, in a that council estate council housing like um it's getting used so much it's becoming a cliche and it's one of them cliches that it's it's actually true um and that's kind of like a catch-22 situation where you don't want to keep using that term because as you use the term more and more and more it loses its value kind of it loses its its, its weight and how you want to say it or use it so I don't know if it's the council thing or, or whether it's the just the flats in general, but but surroundings, pavements, barriers, fences, like these are all describing the obstacles, challenges, um, that you go through just just growing up in general. It doesn't have to be in the flats. Even if you grew up with money or wealthy or whatever, you still go through certain obstacles, certain challenges or, or whatever. But in my experience, I grew up in the flats and type of surroundings um, and the type of barriers and, and stuff you had to get through were quite invisible for you, for a few years the reason why is because you grow up in this norm in this world that is so it's so sensitive uh, to you like it's so um, it's, it's your focal point you know you wake up every day you see the same people you go to the same shop you get to know everyone you go to the same chipper um, you get the same thing in the chip or like you, you create these habits and these kind of safety mechanisms for yourself which is um, a barrier you almost have to break through in order to escape so I think that's where I'm going with that um, as I said making me outburst like an appendix so that's what, what I mean breaking out them barriers and, and turning down them fences in order to get to the next step Um of becoming a better version of yourself and I'm not saying I'm not saying that you have to move out of the area or not to become a, be- a better version of yourself you can do that um, with motivation uh, self motivation and <clears throat> sorry you can also do it with just trying new things like you don't have to move out of, of an area to try new things and stand out or whatever you can do it like you can do it it's a mental blockage that you put on yourself because um, you might be afraid of how people think of it and stuff but once you just take a step out of your comfort zone and just do it if they are real mates and real people that support you no matter what it is you know what I mean so that's where I'm going with that um, so yeah I'll move on I had to stand out first making exit still trying to blend in with camouflage so as a growing up I was trying to stand out with me doing rapping and stuff and, and trying to impress people Um and I was getting good feedback from it, as I said before, it was a, a good feeling, it made me feel good about myself. Because um, I, I played football as well, but I, I wasn't great at football, it was alright, like, you know, I used to call myself a street footballer, because I could go out on the street on my own with a football and kick it against the wall without anyone else giving me orders on how to play. So I used to just love making my own rules playing football. But on the pitch, I, I wasn't great. I don't know whether it was skill, awareness, or whatever, but... Yeah, I still enjoy it though. I still play five aside in that the odd time, which is which is good for the old the old head and that you know getting a sweat on, scoring a few goals, get your little uh, ego boost, and then go home and face reality, go to work the next morning or whatever. So yeah, you're still trying to blend in. So we camouflage it. You're camouflaging it because some people probably haven't stepped out of that comfort zone yet, and they're still in that same cycle, uh, which is is kind of hard to deal with sometimes because 
you don't want to lose mates or lose friends and stuff or you don't want to be seen differently which can be hard for people to understand that um, and yeah it's it's a tough thing but most of the time when you bite the bullet and go for it people will support you because you, if people don't like you or don't support you like eventually you can just drop them off you don't have to have them in your circle you don't have to involve them but then also uh, with the same reason and there there's, there's other cases where there's some people that are close to and maybe they don't have the same belief system as you or the same encouragement or or the same kind of motivation um, that they're probably not invested in which which is hard because you want them to be on your side but these are, these are the things we have to deal with and we have to, we have to learn and go through in order to become better so so on the last bit of the of the verse I'm, I'm just throwing in like throwing in stuff about rapping again as well and, and just a few bars as, as I'm like yeah, I'm in a deeper mind than a war vet, as in a mine like a landmine that blow up kind of thing and then uh, I might electrify like a Tesla because yeah that's just a bar like I might electrify you know I might bleeding shock you almost you know you're in you be in shock uh, that's what I'm trying to say when I'm when I'm saying that line um, and then before the invention of trending or the tension I was jotting down verses so I'm like trending is obviously a a social media thing obviously there was trends and stuff years ago but um, I'm talking about trending as in social media and stuff and then or the tension which is the tension is out since <laughs> nearly the beginning of time almost obviously that's a bit exaggerative but going back that far I'm talking about um that's how long I've been uh, jotting down verses and then messing with the social media boys I'm saying hashtag was uh, only a button on a mobile I only ever did dial ringing on private obviously when you're ringing someone on private in Ireland you use the hash 31 hash on your phone before the phone number to, to call on private um, which is where I was going with that and yeah and now hashtag has a whole different meaning so and then the last bit um, D8 on a street sign under a lamplight boys in a 9-9 micro handbrakes on an inclined turn at the right time now go prove you're a pilot so yeah just talking about cars rob cars and stuff like that um, and then obviously uh, Dublin 8 was on every street sign around me that I was looking at uh, the lamplights when it was getting dark out I think mostly of Halloween or, or, or Christmas and stuff where it used to get dark early and yeah, there'd be robbed cars, bikes and the flats going up and down the lane. The lane was like a perfect runway for anyone that wanted to, any kind of uh, speed freak or whatever that wanted to go fast and drive and try not to crash, you know. So yeah, I'm saying if, if you want to prove you're a good pilot, you know, you have to get in and, and, and don't crash the horn at the right time. So that's all that is, yeah, because a pilot, like the word pilot, that was thrown around a lot growing up. Like, you know, he's a pilot, that's a pilot, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, if you heard someone was a, was a pilot, you'd almost expect them when they were in a car to turn into, like, Michael Schumacher or something, you know, that way. So, yeah, that, that pilot line um, was was funny when I thought of it. I was, it just kind of landed well with the rhyme scheme. And, and I was like, Jesus, that's perfect, that little line there. Because it's perfectly describing what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, that's the first verse. On to the second verse now, I'm going to read the whole thing through. Never catching me sat in the passenger next to professional amateurs. 
In an accident, torn to me carty on carty that looking like party the platypus. I'll stay on the path, I'm dodging a crash recession, I bet that I'm staying up. Me and Rafa alone, similar, when I'm on a touch line, I'm that manager. I'm defending me back like Carragher, ever since 50 in game on the massacre. I don't wanna go the wing down suit deformation, staying on the outskirts coastal arrangement. GTA got caught, got wasted, getting chased on a five star rating. Real life, no, no, not faded, no failing. So yeah. That's the second verse, not too long, short and sweet. Um, where am I going with that? It's kind of a continuation from the the Rob Cars and that team of bikes and stuff uh, in the lane, uh, growing up in the flat. So, talking about that, uh, you'd never catch me in the passenger uh, next to professional amateurs. Obviously, the boys aren't professional drivers. I don't want to get hurt. I was always a stand back kind of person and observe. I'd, I'd stand back and enjoy it while it was happening um, but I, I wouldn't get involved I wouldn't get into the car because I was too scared of, of it crashing or, or getting hurt or someone ended up in hospital or something like that or worse you know so I always stood back and observed that was me um, whereas other people bleeding kill you to get into the car like you know get in and go on a spin or whatever because you were so young that a car was like finding a gold mine kind of thing you know Um the people that love that kind of drift, drifting and all, doing handbreakers around around corners or whatever. So, yeah, I wasn't mad into it, but it was a good uh, adrenaline rush when it was going on, uh, especially when no one got hurt. So, yeah, um, and then I'm saying in an accident, I turned into Paddy the Platypus, who was a kind of um, a sharp-shaped-looking character, I'd say. He's kind of flattened out in a way, 2D character. So I'm saying if, if we crashed, I'd turn into a 2D version of myself after being squashed. So that's where I was going with that. And as I said, stay on the path, I'm dodging a crash. So I'm staying on the path, I'm observing, I'm happy here, I don't want to get in the car, but I'll watch. So that was me. So then, moving on to the last half of that verse, um, then I'm saying recession, I bet that I'm staying up. So recessions go down, the money goes down, but even if there was, there was a recession, I'm saying I bet that I'm staying up because... I want to believe I have that drive and work ethic. I find ways to get out of that problem. And then moving on to football bars again. Uh, me and Rafa align similar. When I'm on a touchline, I'm that manager defending like Carragher. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm out for myself. You know, um, Rafa Benitez was a very was a tactician. Even though he he won the Champions League with Liverpool, but he didn't win a lot of games. After that, we kind of folded. Um, after the amount of signings and stuff, it reminds me of like Chelsea or something now, you know, that way. Um, not even signing them elite players, but just we were in a bad way, Liverpool were. So, yeah, just talking about that. Um, me and Rafa are similar. I'm that manager because I'm, I'm being tactical with my rhyme schemes and how I'm, I'm writing. And then I'm defending me back like Carragher. So, I'm looking after myself, making sure I'm all good. That's that. So, yeah, on to. The, literally the last few lines so I'm talking about ever since 15 game on the massacre so ever since then I'm looking at them myself ever since that album that album I'm not sure what year that came out but we had it in the gaff he used to spin that I think my dad had it as well he used to spin it in his uh, on the stereo player so yeah that from then like that's like a an early memory so from then it feels like ever since I can remember I've been trying to look after myself have me on back you know that way face every situation with full force and, and go through it so yeah moving on um, 
I'm staying on the uh, I don't want to go to wing don't suit the formation staying on the outskirts coastal arrangement so the coast is on the edge and I'm staying as far away from the middle which is where the action is in terms of prison and stuff going to the wing um, buzzing off down football bars again I'm, I'm saying that uh, I don't want to go to wing I don't suit the formation which is the formation of prison and the structure of that which is I know I wouldn't fit into that I never wanted that for myself so that's what I mean by that then the last bit GTA got caught got wasted getting chased on a 4 star rating in real life no no not faded no failing so GTA getting chased on 4 stars through San Andreas uh, Boulevard or whatever you want to call it is probably as close as I'll get to a prison cell <laughs> you know I've never I've never been involved in that kind of thing I, I wouldn't I'd, I'd probably I'd be going onto the self-hatred path if that happened to me because I feel like I'd let myself down um, so that's something that I wouldn't be too keen on so yeah I'd like to stay um, stay healthy stay safe make sure I can spend time with people I love and stuff and, and do the things I love um, and yeah I'm starting to love doing this podcast I'm really enjoying it um, going through the process learning new things about myself and yeah it's almost like self-therapy in a way and I hope you are enjoying listening to it as well. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's this week. That's it. This is a bit of a shorter episode compared to the first two. The song is a bit shorter. Maybe that's that could be a reason. I don't want to keep waffling on, kind of on and on. Um, into your ears. We're probably wrecking ahead by now after three weeks. But anyway, let us know. If you can, rate the podcast on Spotify. Leave a comment on um, Apple Podcasts if you can. I want feedback and stuff off you, so let me know how you felt, if I made you feel a certain way or if I helped you through something. Or you just enjoyed it in general, um, even if you hate it maybe. Let me know. Um, send me a text or whatever, at Dara DM on Instagram, D-A-R-R-A-D-O-E-E-M. You'll find me there. And all music updates and stuff will be on that too, and podcast updates will be on that. I'll be posting every week of the episode and stuff. So yeah, that's me for this week and I'll talk to you after.